that certain topics of discussion may not be comfortable for all listeners. Certain viewpoints may not reflect those of our partners, sponsors, affiliates, our hosts, or that of our guests. We would like to encourage everybody to keep a respectful and open climate of discussion for all topics, no matter how disturbing they may be. So viewer discretion is advised. It does not matter where you stand, nor what it is you feel is grand. Magic is all around. Magic is never gone. And it is more than you will ever know. And trust us. And trust her. For here you will find that the lost of magics have never disappeared. Hello guys and welcome to our Monday show. I just want to say first, I'm very sorry for not being able to do the show on Friday. I was not feeling very well, but we are here today to continue that show and to bring the experiments to do with alien abductees. So the experiments and stuff that they would have after they have gone through this tragic or this overpowering experience but also I'm just going to put a little bit in there just a little bit that I wrote down just saying about the sort of experiments that the aliens are supposed to do on the abductees also so hopefully tonight's show is going to be really awesome but before I start start that I would like to give a big shout out to the Boulder Bonker Boys to Parapost to DNTV to PD Global to all of our amazing networks that are streaming us out to all platforms Without you guys, we would not be able to do this. And obviously to all of our amazing fam that come and support us every day in our chats and in our shows. We love you all and appreciate you all. And thank you for tuning in. So tonight we are here with the Lost Magics, which is in association with Bold and Bonkers and all of the other networks. And as I said, we're going to be talking about the experiments behind abductees when they have to go to medical professionals to to get help also talking as i said a little bit about what the aliens are supposed to do in testing on humans when they're abducted by them and also i want to just specify that obviously with this side of stuff like the regression of stuff like that i'm, I'm not really that familiar on that side of the topic I know bits through Dakota and through bits that I've seen, but I'm not very familiar on this side of stuff. So I have done my research and I am actually going to be reading from a column that is to do with a doctor that works in regression and works in the hypnotherapy as well. And just giving out that information to you guys, because I do feel that when we're doing our work and stuff, there's always going to be topics that we're not so familiar with. And we're not so up on. So there is nothing wrong with doing your research and doing your studying and educating people that way. It just shows that that works getting out there properly. So I'm not going to leave you waiting anymore. And hello to everybody in the room. Just let me shout out everyone that's in the room so far. So we've got Dobby's sister. We've got Chris from Bold and Bonkers. And hello to anybody else that is watching. I ask, please share this out so that everybody knows that I am on. I'm just doing that quickly myself again. 
I hope that you are having a good evening and had a pleasant day. Sending you lots of love and blessings. Right, so we've got five people in the room. Hello, how are you, sister? I hope that you're okay. Right, so what I'm going to do is start reading to you the stuff that I got. So we're going to be talking about regression therapy and hypnotherapy, okay? Now, as you know, guys, that when abductees are abducted by aliens and they have these experiments done on them, nine times out of ten, a lot of the abductees will explain that when they go and have these therapies and they have this experiment done on them by the aliens it would be such things as uh, taking samples of tissue taking blood taking readings from the brain for some it may be an even more deeper explanation to why they're being abducted it could be that they've got some sort of link to the alien life form that is around them um so specifically they they abduct these these beings that are of this world and that world so that they can enhance them with the information and the way so that they can continue to do what they need to do here on earth some of these can be to do with like hybrid and all of these sort of things so a lot of the abductees that we've come across and we've read up about like they always say about certain things that happen to them while they've been abducted so they feel sharp objects being put into their body some of them have come away from that and found that they've got certain objects in their body that can't be explained and some of them will explain that they just know that they feel different like they've had either internal examinations and they've had physical outside examinations and um, a lot of this, I believe, is that these these beings, these aliens, ETs, extraterrestrials, whatever you like to call them, that they do these experiments on you because they're trying to figure out our source plan. I, I believe that they're trying to change our way that we are. OK, and they do these certain things to be able to take samples so that they can enhance on what they need to do to make this world a better place and the humans that live in it. Between them worlds, there are those that are believed to be what you would call hybrid or, um, as other people would say, star children, star seeds, whatever. Okay, These are um, people that are believed to be of both worlds, this world and, and the extraterrestrial world. Okay, And they come down here for many different reasons. And I believe that these, these are experiences continue to experience these situations and these abductions for reasons to being connected to them but for those that are not so known to be connected to the alien race even though you are um, you still go through alien abduction as well due to the very facts of they are trying to plan and work out who we are in a, a larger way they formed us to be a certain way they perceived us to be a certain way and we've gone off of that road and we're going to something completely different and now it seems that they are starting to step in there seems to be a lot more of these abductions happening 
there seems to be a lot more stories coming from people that have had experiences to do with the extraterrestrial. And these these tests, even though to some people it can be rather traumatic and they don't understand, the reasons that I believe that they do this is so that they can take these samples, take these tissues, take this blood from us so that they can enhance and bring a better scenario in who we are. I believe that they're also doing this because they're, they, they're trying to prepare us for things as well. Um, I'm one of these that believe very much so that we come from an extraterrestrial realm and an extraterrestrial world, just as the spirit world as well. I believe that we've been many things and many beings. And um, I personally, like recently in the last God knows how many months found out that I've got a lot more of a bigger connection to the extraterrestrial than I imagined being able to communicate with them and um, going through an abduction experience which I do not remember which is why this regression therapy would be a good thing for a lot of people but I have noticed that since being with Dakota and meeting other people such as Tim from UFO Man and things like that I have started to open myself a lot more to the realities of my abductions i'm starting to remember little things about it i don't remember or recall there ever being anything that was unpleasant and um for me it was a very educational visit each time i've been took up there i've been shown different areas different places there's things that they're wanting me to understand and to learn and i i believe that that is because i am part of them and because i'm supposed to be a star child star seed and um Even though experiments and stuff were done, I don't ever remember them being horrible or uncomfortable. Weirdly, I felt very comfortable and very at home being in this place. I admit there's been a couple of experiences that I've had through me and them that have been pretty scary and uh, didn't end too well. But most of them have been really, really amazing experiences but I'm not fully open and fully there to what actually fully happened to me. So I can't say 100% that everything that I experienced up there was of a positive vibe because I'm not at that level where I remember everything. And um, up till a few months ago, I didn't remember anything about my abduction, only seeing the object and the craft above the car, remembering losing that, that time and seeing that light and then being at, up at another end of a road which there's no way we could have got there that is the only thing that we recall or remember um as i said i have started to open and i do remember certain rooms and certain places that i went into because when i've been going up there recently it's become something that's familiar to me it's somewhere that i'd already visited prior before being able to communicate with them and i'm starting to see that and uh, dreams and stuff are most definitely bringing it out. So for people that are being abducted and stuff and having these experiments done on them, it is normally just to perceive, you know, our database about us to um, overcome things that we're, we're facing. They're trying to help us to overcome those things. They're trying to change our way of thinking, our way of being, I guess. And... Um, for some of them, it's being intrigued and wanting to understand more 
and um, trying to bring others over to them, trying to show them that, you know, we're all linked in a very, very big way. And um, I believe that through them doing these these abductions and doing these experiments and people having these these experiences, it is bringing that community out there more on the UFO side, which is what we need. So even though I do this show and I do a lot of educational shows and I talk about a lot of things, I do want these shows to also be for people to have that opportunity to be able to come out and talk about their experiences. Maybe you're a first time comer that hasn't spoke about your experiences before and you want to get it out there and you want to be part of people that can understand what you're going through. Well, Bold and Bonkers Network is most definitely one of the places for you to come to. There's some amazing networks as well that I've mentioned on this site that have got people that are very much into the ufology and stuff as well. So don't stand there and be alone and feel that you can't be open about what's happened to you and that you can't be yourself if you say what's happened to you, because you can and you can still go on with life. Okay, so I'm going to now get into the abduction encounters of regression therapy and hypnotherapy and it says have I been abducted by aliens aliens or ET abduction starts often when a person is very young some call this close encounters or the fourth kind CEIV even though there might be an agreement of doing this on another level the experience itself may still be very unusual and even scary to to the person when it happens because the physical mind can't make sense of it forgetfulness is part of the game the experience begins most often when the person is at home in bed and most often at night though sometimes abductions occur from a car or out outdoors there is an intense blue or white light and a buzzing of humming sounds, anxiety or fear, and those senses of an unexplained presence, a craft with flashing lights is seen and the person is transported or floated into it. Dash, please stop. Once inside the craft, the person may be subjected to the various medical procedures, often involving the removal of eggs or sperm and the implications of a small object in the nose or elsewhere. Communication with the aliens is usually by telepathy. The abductee feels helpless and is often restrained or part is either restrained or partly or completely paralysed. In hypnosis, some of these experiences recalls a very clear and personal with great and extremely disruptive detail. Others may only have a general sense of sense. Many cases are what one might describe as grey about four feet high with a slender body and a neck a large head and a and huge black slant slanted almond shaped eyes they are reported to do 
examinations extracting female eggs and male sperm in certain implants and conducting physical healing. How do you know you may have been abducted? Besides the sense of dream or UFOs or aliens, if you have the following signs of symptoms, you may have been, con been, been contacted. Missing time. This is one of the most telling signs. Sleep disorder. This might be your subconscious way to protect you. Waking up during the night or in the morning with unusual bodily sensations such as tingling, num numbness, dizziness, heaviness and paralysis complained by disorientation. Nightmares and other dreams of UFOs and of aliens, unexplained physical marks, scratches, scrapes, fine red lines, little sco scooped out marks, bruises, unexplained healing. A sunflower shaped bump under the skin. It moves around when touched. This indicates an implant. It may have no sensation. However, when activated, it may tingle or buzz. What types of ETs and aliens are there? OK, we're going through everything here. As we said earlier, the typical ones are grey. During my client's work, I've also met with many clients, mantis types, in in sected, pure white, very tall and thin, a reptilian type. There are many different kinds of ETs with different agendas. It's true that some reptilian creatures fear anger and chaos in us. They feel or they feed on those. I have encountered more than one in regression work. Here's one client's case file releasing reptilian entity. For most people, all they remember is the, is the experience, is the fear and the pain, which can easily be reflected in our movies and TVs. The same way our medias portray wild animals and brutal and human eating savages with memory recalls and the help of conscious understanding one can realize there is no need to harbor unconscious fear and pain in the experience trauma in my hypnotherapy regression work very rarely the abductees are perceived benign oftentimes abductees feel that their in interaction with the greys are simply bad those are a lot of people, though a lot of people would come to see me describing that as a traumatic experience. With further communication, it seems to me, however, Gray simply do not know how to interact with the emotional complex human beings. They do not see their activities in the negative light that we associate with captured guinea pigs used for experimentation. The greys themselves seem to lack emotional and flexibility, so it's possible that they treat humans in a way comparable to how they treat themselves. 
find out if you have hybrid children. Another way hypnotherapy can help <clears throat> one is to find out if you have hybrid children, which is often a result of abduction. The hybridination project, mainly done by Greys, have been going on for a few decades now. It all had to do with their planet Earth in another parallel reality being destroyed because they had developed so much in technology and in intellect that they had have bred out all of the emotional capacities and those lost reproducitivity the hybrid children raised on the crafts may come to contact. Well, may, may come to contact us during our dreams or when we are in an altered state such as hypnosis. The more we become who we really are, the easier it is to allow the contact to happen. After all, they are our children. Some of us do have the senses of something more is going on than our ordinary life. Some only remember a few moments at the beginning or an experience, yet our soul remain, retains all of the memories. It's up to us to access them. Playing heart connecting games is a way to play with your ET kids. Eventually, these hybrids are bred with another human till they are human enough to live on Earth. I have many clients tell me that a few decades from now, our Earth will have many of them living among us. Typically, characteristics of human hybrids, depending on which ET species a hybrid is part of, they normally have the following characteristics, body types, some different integrating and different com component, low blood pressure, low temperature, body temperature, head is little, is a little larger, eyes are bright and sparkling with colourful irises, body is small, not all, not a lot of change in expression, one or region may not be where a usual, one organ may not be where a organ usually is, an extra rib, an extra toe, or a fewer toes and fingers, very small, smart and quick brain power, intuitive and physic, with high heightened senses, a sense of a mission that they are called to do, shapeshifters, they can change face, skin textures, textured, papill vertical sl slits, hypotherapy and how it can help with abduction. Are these experiences real or imaginations? As a hypnotherapist, I, I don't know. What I know is, even though it's, a, it's imagination, it has to come from somewhere. And why would imagination not be real? 
What's important is that from many cases that I work with, it seems to help with the individuals resolving deep-seated fears and as a result, lose weight and get lose weight and get happier in their life. Though regression analytics and hypotherapy works on the unconscious mind and helps to recover lost and suppressed memories, often in very good detail, this in itself can give an individual much greater insight into their personal experiences of their life journey. So, 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 so far they're, they're explaining about how this therapy, this regression therapy, this hypnotherapy is a way that will help to come into the abductee's mind and help them to recall and to remember these situations that they were in when they were abducted. It's also explaining that they believe that a lot of these these alien species when they take us are taking us because they they're wanting to understand us they're wanting to take as i said samples from us and um, so that they can understand us more so that they can make their own children because obviously sometimes um in some of their populations the number of them are decreasing okay due to different situations and different reasons so they're using our blood, our DNA and all that to be able to symbolise into making these hybrids because we are connected to them and we are part of them. And I do believe that they are our creators. We were just created to be different in this world and to be and act in a different way. But sadly, we're not doing the procedure to the way that they want. So they're having to step back and they're having to do these experiments. They're having to bring themselves out to us to to help to bring other beings so that one day as it said here they can come back and be here as well and be among us now a lot of us already hear things and know things that there already are species of alien et extraterrestrial that are already here on this earth and there are some that have been visiting here for many many thousands of years okay but there are those out there that still visit but they don't come very often um Greys are always portrayed to being very evil and very dangerous, and believe me, they that some of them really are, but some of them are not, and they're just inquisitive that they want to understand us, they want to know us, they want to understand how we act different to them, even though we're formed by them, sort of thing. This is what this is trying to say, and this is what this lady that is a hypno therapist and a regression therapist is explaining that through a lot of her alien abductees that she's got to meet and work with she's seen a lot of this that they're meant to be coming back that we're meant to be part of a hybrid project that there are hybrid among us and as it's explaining what happens is when you become hybrid you would be up there and they want you to be able to portray and live here on earth to bring out the goodness and to bring out the things that they're wanting you to do so they have to prepare your body and prepare you for who that is so this is why they take 
human women and impregnate them um, by taking the man's sperm, taking their sperm, um, impregnating that woman. I was watching this program the other day on um, the internet where it was explaining that normally an extraterrestrial, when they come into contact with a female and they impregnate a female, she is normally only pregnant for two months. And then what happens is it will look like she's either had a miscarriage or the baby has suddenly disappeared. Some women have experienced getting very large bellies, but nothing is able to be seen in there. This is that child in there. Some pregnancies do show up, but then the pregnancy disappears. This is because the extraterrestrial child, the hybrid child, has re reached the purity time that the, the extraterrestrials can actually come in to contact with this female re-abductor so that they can remove this fetus and later on in life when the ladies come to terms with what's happened somehow this communication with mother and child is still able to be apparent and you can still make communication with your children through regression through meditation um for some that it, it comes easily because they're already open um there's been a lot of women in this world that have explained that when they've gone through these um, abductions, they've found out that they've been pregnant. And then a couple of months later, they find out that the baby's not there anymore. The baby's disappeared. There is also meant to be a twin theory as well, that sometimes when a, a pregnant mother is carrying human twins, one of the twins sometimes suddenly passes away or disappears and you can't see that twin anymore. They say that this could be linked to extraterrestrial abduction as well, that one twin is left with mother and one twin is removed and put up there with them. Um, it's said that the hybrids are kept on spaceships because they're not able to breathe in the, the air and the way that the extraterrestrials do. They have to build that child's immune system up to be able to live in that plane. So for many, many years, this extraterrestrial child will be living on a spaceship amongst these alien beings and in this time it has been known that mothers are took back there because it helps on the rebirth and it helps on the growth of that hybrid child okay it keeps that connection it keeps that importance because that child even though it is with a completely different looking person to what it used to be inside of that child knows that the parent is not them it's somebody from somewhere else so the alien ets whatever you like to call them very often will bring the mother into the equation with the children to help with their growth to help with how um they mature and through doing this this helps this child to adapt to its environment and then it's able to live among the alien life forms so even though they are extraterrestrial they are also of a human child. They worked, started out as a human child and was taken so that they could become one of them. And normally a lot of these high, high-bred children that are given to certain mothers that are human, in fact, shows that some of these mothers are actually, in fact, connected to the alien realms, that there are a characteristic that links them, a bloodline that maybe links them. So there are certain energies and certain women in the human form that they will go for and impregnate. 
as I said, whether this is removing a child from somebody that has been too human to form in children, or if this is them informing and implanting, informa- you know, information into our mind to, to ready us for that sort of thing. And then obviously these extraterrestrials will then step in and do their own experiment to make their own children as well. So doing things such as inserting sperm and inserting eggs into the female through using the admin and stuff like that. You, They do a lot of very complex work and not all of the breeds of the extraterrestrial children can be formed up there. Some of them do need to be done through what you would class as a human body, okay, a female human body. And I thought, you know, I, I find that very interesting. And I was watching a program, like I said yesterday as well, where they were explaining about this and how these extraterrestrial children's come about and how it can happen. And I, I found it very, very interesting. Hypnotherapy is an excellent way of working through these experiences in a safe and secure environment. Have a close look at the experience. If you believe you have had a close encounter of an abduction experience, then maybe people like this lady that's speaking here can help you, one of these therapists. As a time-space travelling hypnotherapist, there is nowhere I'm unwilling to go because in my professional practice, there is no fear of the unknown, only curiosity. Fear doesn't exist but in our imagination because of misunderstanding or lack of information, human minds associate what's unknown to fear. Therefore, bringing truth to any situation is the way to freedom. When is the best time to seek help when you've gone through these situations? People with this type of experience, they have a lot to think and a lot to deal with. First, of course, you want to know. You want to know what has really happened and what was or maybe still is going on. The piece of memories or flashbacks have been bugging you for a while. The anxiety and other weird feelings have started to impact your daily life at work. And you can talk to you can talk as much as you want with your friends and your family. They will probably think that you are crazy. And your research and your feel that you can use some help in hypno hypnosis. Because if these kinds of weird things dared to happen, you should dare to know, right? But wait, will knowing make it worse? Maybe it's more scary to know than not to know. Maybe on the second thought, you are better off not knowing what happened. After working with many people in person and over Skype, I can confidently say this can only get better after you deal with it. The unknown is the most scary part. As long as it remains unknown, it has power over you. Bringing to the conscious awareness with the help of a caring professional 
always opens up the broader sense of understanding, therefore peace. Please notice everything you say is true from she's saying that like and, and in this bit she goes into how when she speaks to her people she looks at that what they're saying to her is true she goes in a way that she's trying to understand where they're coming from and through doing this she's she's had a lot of experiences that she cannot explain and she's seen and she's been part of places and situations that are just not known to the human mind okay so here she puts please notice everything you say is true for me as i fully understand it it is true in your experience and i automatically take whatever you say as full honesty you do not need to convince me that your experience was true for this to work and i do not judge anybody my job is to facultate memory recall in the most truthful way i do not have any bias towards any belief system so if so if you'd like to come to terms with your experience email me today that skype sessions are possible and can be as effective as in-person sessions or you can use the following calendar links to schedule time. Part two, according to the Journalist of America culture, most people claiming to have experienced alien abduction report traumatic alien invasion investigations or the, and uh, investigations of their bodies. Barbito 202, as with any other trauma, alien reduction can cause several emotional shocks in the victim and have long-lasting physical effects such as post-traumatic stress disorder and post-abduction syndrome. Nelson, various methods of treatment can help a suffering alien, alien abductee to overcome or cope with these problems. These methods include support groups, physiotherapy, hypotherapy, and even simple humour. Betty and Barney Hill were the first recorded alien abductees to seek treatment after their abduction. Despite widespread scepticism towards alien abductees, there are some Visitoric professionals, as well as those practicing under the often self-bestowed title UFO investigator, who believe that there is a need to treat UFO patients with the same standards and pra practices as anyone reporting emotional uh, emotional distress or trauma. Some mental health professionals are now arguing that. Physiotherapists should be edu educated about the UFO abduction phenomena so that they will recognise the symptoms and be able to help the victim. Newman and Bumbister 100. Post-traumatic stress disorder 
often referred to as PTSD, which is what I suffer from, is an anxiety disorder. PTSD is caused by major personal stress or um, serious or frightening events. Post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms of this disorder include images of memories of events, nightmares or even of the event, insomnia, sense of isolation, sense of guilt, irritability, loss of concentration and depression. These symptoms are only considered to be contributing to the chronic PTSD. If they have lasted over three months after the traumatizing event, such as an abduction by aliens, or if the symptoms have delayed onset, PTSD is the only disorder of the two listed previously as occurring in traumatic alien abductions that is recognised by the American Physiatric Association, ASA, and Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, DSM. Post-traumatic stress disorder is also sometimes referred to as post-traumatic stress syndrome. Many alien abductees experience these disorders, according to Dr. David Gottlieb. A prominent physiopurist is the UFO subculture. Post-abduction syndrome. Post-abduction syndrome, or PAS, is an anxiety disorder that has many similarities to the post-traumatic stress disorder. It differs, however, in that the traumatic event, alien abduction, may occur more than once in an individual's lifetime, making it difficult to pinpoint when the trauma began. The syndrome is not firmly recognised by the, the ASA. It was first defined by Bud Hopkins, a prominent alien abductee researcher in his book Missing Time and Intruders. PAS specifically defines the cluster of symptoms and behaviours that develop in some individuals in responses to the alien abduction phenomenon. These symptoms include persistent re-experiencing of the traumatic event characterised by flashbacks, persistent avoidance of stimuli or associated um, stimuli associated with the trauma, denial of the event, labelling the event as something else, probic advance of areas or situations where contact occurred, refraining from sleep at the time contract occurred, emotional reaction to literature, pictures or videos about alien entities, numbing of emotions characteristic characterised by inability to feel intimacy, pleasure or to express emotion, diminished interest in previously enjoyed activities, may have no expectation of normal life events or normal lifespan, 
may fear abduction with no return of of a, a lengthy abduction hyper vigilance extracted extracted startle response irritability and or panic attacks Post-abduction syndrome may not only affect the abductees themselves, but can also affect witnesses to the abduction, family members or other closely associated with the abductee. The traditional definition of the support group is a group of people with common experiences and encounters and concerns. In this case, abductions by aliens and the resulting complications who provide emotional and mortal support for one another. One purpose of abductee support groups specifically is to attempt to help people to recover repressed memories of visualisation at the hands of the extraterrestrials. Beginning in the mid-1980s, an increasing number of supported groups appeared that were centred around the alien abductees and their experiences. Many alien abductions support groups are currently in existence, located mainly in the United States, but with some located in other countries such as Canada, Australia, one settled-based abductive support group, UFO Contract Centre International, has affiliated centres located through the United States and Canada, now numbering over 30 borders. A survey done in 1990 of 55 alien abductees involved in a support group reported that most participants in alien abduction support groups were white married females with some college education. However, this may not be a large this may not be a large enough sample group to actively represent the alien abductees involved in the support groups. Support groups for alien abductees are common places and can be easily contacted through their websites. The following link provides a list of fifteen support groups for the aliens abductees. So physiotherapy. Physiotherapy is ed any form of treatment for phys physiology, emotional or behaviour disorder in which a trained person establishes a relationship with one or several patients for the purpose of modifying or removing existing symptoms and prompting personal growth. Psychotherapy is also sometimes simply referred to as counselling. For an alien abducting, this provides an environment where they feel they can be open and talk about their experiences without the fear of recule. Hypotherapy. Most alien abductees recall their abductions through hypotherapists. Because of this, the vast majority of evidence for alien abductees is based on memories recovered through hypno hypnosis. Hypnosis is the weakening of both emotional experiences and behaviour, in other words, emotional numbing. 
numbing. Sebastianini ET A1 thought for a time that they may have forgotten some abductees find clues to what happened, such as symptoms of PAS or PTSD or missing time that lead them to seek a hypnosis to help them discover if their hunch is the real deal. The use of hypnosis to recall repressed memories is a highly controversial issue. Many well-known alien abductees experts have ev- every confidence in this method of memory call- recall. Long time abductees researchers Bud Hopkins argue that memories re- recovered under hypnosis have usually validated that it is even better than ordinary memory. David Jacobs, another well-known researcher, believes that memories divided by hypno, hypno, hypnotical are even more reliable than those recalled outside of the hypnotic state. Jacobs also states, however, that anyone could be a researcher or hypnosis just by proclaiming it due to the fact that there is no systematic training for those interested in this line of memory recovery. Alien abduction narratives are frequently attributed to the creation of a false memory. Lynn and and Kersich included under hypnosis. Steve J. Lynn of Ohio University and Ivan Kersich of the University of Connecticut assert the false memories are created through the following seven steps. A person is predisposed to accept the idea that certain puzzling or incompatible experiences might be a telltale sign of UFO abduction. The person seeks out a therapist whom he or she views as an authority and who is, and at the very least, receptive to these explanations and have some private familiarity with UFO abduction reports. Alternatively, the therapist framed the puzzling experiences in terms of an abduction narrative. Alternative explanation of experiences are not explored. There is increasing commitment to the abduction explanation and increasing anxiety reduction associated with obligatory reduction. The therapist legitimizes or ratifies the abduction experience with constitute an additional positive reinforcement. The client adapts the role of the victim or the abductees which becomes 
intrigued into the physiotherapy and the client's views of self. Human and Yuma and healing is also another association that is very good for those that have been through this. While Yuma can, cannot reduce the significance of the terrible event, it does allow the survivor of the traumatic event to see how they can cope and thrive in their environment. Yuma can be a powerful healing tool when both the therapist and the client are willing to openly discuss it. According to Evan R. Smith, founder of the Close Encounters Research Organisation, Yuma has been very healing for those people who have had encounters. The key to this unique brand of Yuma is to see the humorous side of the phenomena. Without making fun of the science, the science or the victim. So obviously with like the regression and with the hypnotherapy, a lot of it is about helping these victims to come to terms with the encounters that they endured through the extraterrestrial abduction. Helping them to also recall and remember some of the memories that they have lost. Because in a lot of alien abductions, a lot of people recall losing a lot of the memory of what happened to them because it's said that extraterrestrial beings will sometimes make you forget certain areas of that abduction that they've done for many reasons it could be to protect them protect you it may be that it would be too overwhelming for that person at that time to endure that so for that reason when this abduction happens a lot of what happens to that person is forgotten, but they remember the seeing the object and being took, seeing the light. Where others do remember what happened when they were inside the spaceship or in the craft and when they were seeing these beings. Some of them do remember, some of us don't. It depends very much so on the experience of that time. Okay. Now, for me, I've always found myself sitting here and wondering why I was made to forget quite a lot of what I had gone through and why I don't remember a lot of what happened when I was abducted and um, but at the same time I can recall it because I, I have questioned myself and I have worried and sometimes it puts you into that place where you think that you're going crazy you question yourself and you ask how these things can happen now, I've always been somebody that very much believes in aliens, but I've always been somebody that was very sceptical when it comes to the alien abduction side of it. OK, now I've read stories that I do be did believe in, but I didn't believe that it could just happen to anyone. And then when I had my first experience. It was very bizarre because I didn't remember a lot of it. I only remember seeing the craft. And where I ended after that and the fact that I'd lost so much time that I don't recall anything and as I said going through being with Chris and Dakota and going through meeting people like Tim from UFO Man I've been able to find a lot more answers to what happened to me I like I said I've been able to go into certain rooms and I knew that I'd seen that room at that time of that abduction because the memories are starting to come back I am starting to open up to what happened to me but I have also had a couple of experiences that weren't so nice through doing this as well, where I ended up in somewhere quite dark 
where dark energies were trying to overcome and uh, trying to do whatever they wanted to do to me. So I have had a couple of like scary experiences through trying to find myself, but a lot of it has been pleasant. And through being who I am and meeting the people that I have met, I've learned so much more about my side as well and learned so much more about who I actually really am. And um, when I re read this article, I could relate to a lot of it. Even to the extents of the these poor women that um, beat us become impregnated by them or impregnated and a baby is removed and things because I've had some strange situations where I've been pregnant in the past a long 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 time ago and I had my belly I was confirmed as being pregnant but then when I went for my last scan the baby was no longer there the baby had gone I've had experiences where strange things have happened to me and I can't really understand it. And that's why I think this sort of thing is really good. Even though I'm not having the regression and the hypnotherapy, I am kind of having that through learning and seeing other people, okay, and understanding their way. And um, through learning from them and through educating and through doing this work, it's opening me to that side more. And um, I've become a lot more acceptance of who I am. I'm comfortable and happy to communicate with the extraterrestrial spirits now. I'm not so uncomfortable about having these experiences where I am taken anymore. These all feel very familiar to me. And as I said to you at the beginning of the show, I intend to like those experiences and I feel that I belong when these things happen and um, I'm sure as I've said to you there are many many people out there that have had um, abduction experiences and have had experiences in many different ways some of them pleasant and some of them not so much if you are somebody that's gone through a traumatic situation like this where you believe you've been abducted and, and things like that and you're not quite sure because you don't remember a lot then hypnotherapy and regression therapies and things like that would be a very good way for you to be able to come forward and to maybe find out some of these memories and try to find out a little bit into what actually happened to you because if you have been abducted by aliens nine times out of ten they don't like you to remember your experiences. They don't like you to remember everything about your experience. They will take certain parts of that away from you for reasons. So through doing this therapy, that will help you to open that. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to go there the first day and it's going to happen. It, will, it, it takes a number of months, weeks for some, even longer than that sometimes. It really does depend on the person and the experience and... Um, how much they want to find out what's happened to them as well, because that plays a big part in it also. So, you know, telepathy, um, these sort of 
ways to be experimented on to help you to come to play and to come to terms with what happened to you is a very powerful way. It can be very traumatic, but that traumatic feeling and emotion that you feel will one day turn into something that you will be grateful that you know. Okay, now, when you have memories that are supposed to not be of something normal, it can be very difficult to be able to absorb that and to accept that. So with these sort of therapies that will help you to accept what happened to you, it will help you to understand a little bit more about what happened to you. It will open the picture to you on what actually happened in that situation. It should bring out things like what these beings done to you. You may even see what the beings looked like. Um, you, you'll get information through having these therapies that will be relayed back to you that will help you as that person that's gone through that to be able to recall your situation, to accept it and to be able to move through life. Okay, because like any traumatic situation, as it explained in that article, it's very hard to move on with your life and to make an understanding of your life if there is so much of it that you don't understand and so much is missing. So, you know, if you ask one of these people that believe that you've been abducted and you're going through situations that you can't get yourself out of and... um it's a situation you'll find it very difficult to understand or to to bind with, then maybe these sessions would be really good for you. There, are, Like it said, there are lots of places online that you can look up for this. There are groups that you can go to as well. But just remember that you are important and your life is important. And, you know, understanding and respect goes a long way. I'm not the sort of person that when somebody's going to turn around and say, well, I've had an alien experience, I'm not going to question them and, and put them down and say I don't believe in that. Because I know in myself what it's like to go through that because I've been through that myself. And, I, you know, I've had people look at me back and judge me and, and stuff like that when they, they don't know and stuff. But the most important thing in this is knowing that you've got people behind you that do support you and do believe you because I believe in this world that people shouldn't be so quick to judge people because of what they can do and who they are because every person is different every person works and acts differently everybody communicates differently that doesn't make us any less of a person and um, you being an alien abducted does not make you the odd one out it doesn't make you weird. It's part of life. These beings are part of us and have been part of us for thousands of years. They are very much involved with us. It's just some of the people out there find it very hard to get their head around that, okay? But don't be ashamed or feel the fear to open up to who you are and what's happened to you because, in my opinion, being somebody that's gone through what I've gone through and a lot of others have gone through this is one of the most amazing experiences and topics for me to be involved in I absolutely love my ufology just like I do my paranormal 
and um, I'm seeking through the ufology for the same reason as I'm seeking through my paranormal because of my experiences, because of the things that have happened to me. I don't sit here and pretend that I know everything, but I will speak to you openly about the things I do understand. If there are things that I don't understand or don't quite know about, I'll do research like this. And um, I believe the more information and the more fact, the better. Okay, because even though these shows are to entertain you, these shows are also to reach out to other people that may be going through similar situations. So you don't have to suffer alone. Even if you don't feel comfortable with going to these groups and stuff, you've got people like us in these communities that you can come and talk to and um, open yourself to. And maybe over time, you'll be able to come to accept what happened to you and see that it's not such a bad thing. And, um, you know, these experiments, these abductions, these things happen for a reason. And we are more linked than you think. So, does anybody have anything that they want to say about the show, guys? That is the end of my reading and stuff. So, if there is anyone that wants to say anything, or did you please say? Like I said, I am no professional in regression and stuff like that. It's very much a puzzle to me still as well. And there's still so much of the aspects of what happened to me that I'm still learning about as well, guys. But I will try to bring you the best that I can and truthful stuff. So we can all learn and build together. Hello, Black Dragon. How are you? Let me just call out to everybody in the room so we have got greeny page welcome dobby socks i do need to sort the fire alarm at the minute i've been waiting for the housing people to sort it out we've got bold and bonkers chris We've got Dobbies, we've got Black Dragon. Hello, everybody that came in the room. Thank you for coming and supporting me tonight, guys. It does mean a lot for you to support me like this. Obviously, as well, as I said, I am part of a lot of the... Um, I'm not going to whack it, because if it goes off completely, then if something does happen in the house, it's not going to... It's not going to work at all. At the minute, it's not got no red light on it. It's still showing green. So it's still working. It's just going down. But I have contacted my housing people. So hopefully soon they're going to get that sorted out. Because I don't like having a, a fire alarm that doesn't work. I'm really funny about safety and, and things like that. I get a bit freaked out. So hopefully they're going to sort that out soon. But I do appreciate you all coming in, guys. And remember, I, I mentioned all of the companies and networks that I'm part of at the beginning of the show you guys can come over and support on those networks as well these guys are absolutely awesome that they're, they're helping people to get out there in the work that they love so yes a lot of us do associate around the strange and the unknown but we are also opening our networks to be able to help other people with other interests so if you're a magician or you're a comedy uh, food 
talk shows, whatever it is, we support everybody. So please come over. So I just want to do a big shout out again to Bold and Bonkers, Chris and Dakota. Thank you. That's our amazing management under the company. A big shout out to DNTV, Parapost, Global, PD, and all of those amazing, amazing networks that are streaming us out. Also, a big shout out to all of our TV people and all of our support and um, sponsors that are behind us and helping us to be able to do what we love and to be able to keep doing the shows to entertain you guys. So a big shout out to all of you and obviously to all of my people that have come in tonight and watched my show and have supported me as well. I appreciate all of you and thank you so much. So I don't see anybody writing any questions and stuff so what I'm going to do is I'm going to wish you all a very pleasant evening and a safe evening and I hope that you all sleep very well and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your night and thank you for tuning in and for joining me to talk about the experiment to do with alien abductees and how aliens do their tests as well I hope that you did enjoy that and you found this educational I have got the details to the writing that I had got through research, I will post that out onto the Bold and Bonkar page and onto my pages as well. So please keep an eye out for that so you can read it because obviously anybody that knows me by now knows I'm dyslexic and sometimes I do struggle with some of the words. So I do like to make sure that I write all my stuff down so you understand what I'm talking about. And I like you to see the research that I've got from people that I believe in and people that I believe really explain things in a really good way. So a good night to you all, my sweethearts. Thank you for coming in. Lots of love, light and blessings and a merry parting. And I will see you very, very soon. Just a quick message from Bald and Bonkers Network. We would like to remind everybody that certain topics of discussion may not be comfortable for all listeners. Certain viewpoints may not reflect those of our partners, sponsors, affiliates, our hosts, or that of our guests. We would like to encourage everybody to keep a respectful and open climate of discussion for all topics, no matter how disturbing they may be. So viewer discretion is advised. It does not matter where you stand nor what it is you feel is grand. Magic is all around. Magic is never gone. And it is more than you will ever know. And trust us. And trust her. For here you will find that the lost of magic have never disappeared.
Hello. How are you guys? Welcome to our Friday evening show. I am Sherry, your host, and we are going tonight going to be doing... Hang on a minute, guys. Sorry, I did not um did not mute. So tonight's show should be a very interesting one. To any of you guys that are into all of the alien stuff, this is another alien-based show, but this is an alien-based show of a different kind. I will get into that in a minute. But first, I would like to say a big shout-out to the Bold and Bonker boys. I would also like to do a big shout-out to all of our networks that we are running to. So that is DNTV, B&B, Parapost, PD, Global, Paratech, and all of these amazing sites and websites that we are connected to. And also a big shout out to all of our sponsors and our people that are streaming us through TV channels. A big shout out to all of you as well. And lots of love and respect to all of you that are helping us to continue to be who we are and what we're doing. And honestly, a big shout out to all of our lovely fans that support us in our rooms and come to our shows. Lots of love to you guys as well. So today's edition of The Lost Magics is another alien-based show. But today's show is going to be us talking about different, different spiritual children that are to be associated with extraterrestrial so we'll be talking about indigo children crystal children and starseed children how they become in this world and how they became from that world different traits that some of you guys may have that could indicate that you could be possibly one of these children because believe it or not there are many of these among us in this world i believe so that i am one along with a few others that are in the company as well guys so I really thought that this topic would be a really good one to cover because I know that a lot of people find it fascinating when people start talking about the fact that us as humans are actually descendants that have come from their realms and some of us have come back here for a reason, have been sent back here for a reason and it all starts as a child, guys, okay, so... We're going to get into it in a minute. I'm just asked that you please share out and let everybody know that I am on. I'm just going to do it quickly again as well. Please hit those thumbs up and share out. Let everybody know. Really? Step back. Sorry, my guy is fascinated by this and seems to be really excited about it so he's a peculiar one believe me so yes we're going to be starting and talking about the star stage as i said star children and the indigo children and the crystal children now they're all slightly different but they are all supposed to be hybrid children, spiritually gifted children that are said to be from the extraterrestrial realms. But with the indigo and with the crystal children, they also are supposed to be young being children that have been descended from heaven as well and been sent back here for various reasons. But a lot of it is linked around to being 
communicated with being extraterrestrial guys. So I'm going to read you what I've got. I have been doing some instant um, research into this and trying to understand it because obviously in myself, you know, I, I come to learn a few months back that I am in fact one of these and I do actually hold a lot of the traits as well as some of the guys in the company and but I am not somebody that knows everything about these children and what they are supposed to do and I'm very much still learning who I am and what I'm supposed to be connected to so I did a lot of research into this so that I could bring you guys the best information that I can. Now in this topic I'm going to read through what they are, but there are also some traits to what you could see if you actually are one of them. OK, so I've found a few bits. So let's start. Starseed children and hybrid children. Starseed children are highly developed souls who are here to create a new and highly conscious way of living. And it begins with you as their parents. Starseed children challenge, challenge you your rules and expectations as they seem beyond the limitations of current belief systems. They are empathic, intuitive and wise in non-traditional ways. Your child's souls choose you for a reason and can help you activate your conscious evolution. These non-conformist Visionaries are galactic absorbers of the unconditional love and keepers of cosmetic knowledge. They are multiple dimensional healers and guides. Find out about the new children and ways in negative in neg and navigate the type of conscious parenting they inspire and require. Understand how you can perceive physically and interact in higher dimensional realms. Discover how to support and to encourage their extra sensory abilities and nature them, nurture them. Special children of the world. It's not uncommon for mothers to think their children are special. It's only natural. But what happens when your child is literally out of this world? Crystal, indigo and star. See, children are a certain kind of special displaying characteristics that push the boundaries of what is assumed to be our reality. Over the past number of decades, there have been a growing number of children who seem to come from a place beyond the physical universe in order to bring the world into a new state of consciousness. So what is believed, guys, is that these children are chosen to come back here but as the parents of those children they choose you okay so they will be told or asked if they can come back to do a specific measure in this world but they get to choose the parent that they want to be part of obviously these children are born in the human mother's body but they have the characteristics of both these children are born very highly spiritual they are very open to seeing all of the things in the world they are very acknowledgeable about the stars the universes and everything else they seem to just be very much connected to those realms from the beginning 
even without actually having to be trained. This reason is because that consciousness side of them and because of what they are carries within their human body. Okay, they are both. They are human and they are extraterrestrial. They are a higher, higher spiritual ability of a person. They grow up to do some of the most amazing things, such as being maybe clairvoyance and being mediums, uh, being very connected with emotion, being able to understand the world. A lot of these children are sent here for different reasons and different purposes. A lot of them is believed they come here because they are trying to change the way of this world. They are trying to bring the world back to how it needs to be and um, they're here to to bring people forward to educate them in who they really are connected to because obviously if you've been watching our shows over these last year or so to do with bold and bonkers we've very much indi- indicated how we are very much as humans connected to the extraterrestrial world that we actually believe as well that we are actually formed and made by them and I most definitely do believe that. And I've had things that have said, been said and told to me that says that this is this is the case. OK, so. Through learning all of those things and showing you guys this indication, I thought that it would be very important to like to show you where that all starts, because believe it or not, an alien just doesn't just land here and start doing things when they're spiritual that way like obviously the ones that you see in the spaceships the ones that you see sightings through yes but when it is a extraterrestrial of a different kind which is some an extraterrestrial that has been brought in to the physical world of the human okay it's different they had like i said they have to choose their family they adapt to their family they learn their family their ways okay a lot of the parents that have these sort of children will know that they're different to the normal child. They are very highly open. They are very connected to feeling, to emotion, to vibration. They are very connected to understanding both the spirit world, the extraterrestrial world, and obviously this world, because all of it is linked and connected as one. That's what these beings believe, okay? And as they grow up, They show that characteristic even more. So the first one that I'm going to talk to you about is the indigo children among us. The identification of indigo children who have. Provocatively towards certain physiological and spiritual attributes was first popularized by San Diego paralogist Nancy Ann Tapp. In the 1970s, the New York Times report that Tab noticed the emergency of the emergence of children with vibration colour that she had never seen before. One that coincided with a new brand of consciousness. Indigo refers to the indigo hued aura that the youngest emit. Subsequently, the husband and wife team of Lee Carroll and Jane Tober in the 1999 book, The Indigo Children, further popularised the phenomena. Carroll's report, Conversations with the Spiritual Entity Named Cryon, 
cemented the concept of indigo children, not only among the general public, but also with a variety of doctors, educators and physiologists. According to the Carol and Tobit book, indigo children come in knowing who they are. So they must be recognised, celebrated for their exception qualities and guided with love and care. What is an indigo children? Carol explained children are often the greatest blessing in life and also the greatest challenge. Many books have been written about good parenting and children physiology, but what we noticed was different. The thought that we might be seeing a new human consciousness slowly arriving on the planet, new manif manifested in our children, goes way beyond established conservative thought. Essentially, indigo children share traits that include a strong calling to make the world a better place and in a night knowledge of better ways to do things. They are natural system busters with a non-responsiveness to controlling and other authority figures, a feeling of natural superiority and an inner love for nature, plants and animals. As physically, count, uh, phys physically counsels, counselors, Carol and Todd had written a book that quickly became a guide of sorts for parents of unusual, bright and active children in a world where children are commonly over-medicated, attending schools divided of creative environment and in homes lacking sufficient time and attention from their parents. Indigo children abilities, Maureen Healer, speaker and leader in the field of children's emotional health, working with highly sensitive children, wrote Indigo, Indigos are intuitive, strong-willed and very sensitive. They have always left diff, diff, they have always felt different and here for a reason. Although they may not know what that is yet, highly attributes to the following possible traits to indigo children. Having had intuitive experiences, a desire for a more fair and just world, having stood up, maybe alone, for what they believe in. Having an interest in living a life of meaning instead of just making money, feeling sensitive in both a physical and emotional sense, and having usual things happen unusual things happen around them. Other indigo traits have been described as having a high IQ, acute intuition, self-confidence, resistance to authority, old soul qualities, sensitivity to the chemicals and fluorescent lights, a destructive tendencies. The letter is often diagnosed as an attention difficult disorder or attention difficult hyperactive disorder. Hyperactive disorder. The New York Times cited that Dorian Virtue, a former physio, physio, 
physiotherapist who had written the book and conducted lectures on indigo children saying that such youngsters represent a leap in human evolution she said they're violent uh, vigilant about cleaning the earth of um, soils ills and corruption and increasing integrity moving on to the crystal children what is a crystal child crystal children are another exceptional category of human beings known to follow their hearts as idealists in a world limited and troubled by materialistics this means that crystal children are apt to flow with consciousness rather than forcing their way through life and hardships in search of material success their ultimate goal seems to be firmly established to making the world a better place like indigo children crystal children also excuse an old soul personal persona characteristics of a crystal child according to the physics research troy g crystal children the offspring of indigos began to incarnate in greater numbers at the turn of this century they commonly have a parent they have a petrating gaze sometimes poses usually colored and often round eyes are sensitive both mentally and physically suffer from allergies and sensitivities caused by er- environmental factors are spontaneous and sometimes act without thinking through the con- thinking of the consequences love to climb and have good sense of balance are natural huggers even with people they only just met have no awareness of personal boundaries because they feel connected to all of humankind and indeed all living things are healers and physics love music and singing but hate loud noises aren't comfortable in noisy or overcrowded places and suffer from sensory overload are badly affected by negative events both in their personal sphere and worldwide becomes healers carers volunteers healers and teachers excuse love for their families pets and their friends and are autodidacted preferring to teach themselves what they want to learn rather than what they they're told to focus on crystal children abilities to a trained physiologist a great number of these qualities refer to introverted individuals but those who hold tight to the concept of crystal children feel that there is also a tendency for these youngsters to want to uplift humanity and the natural world as a whole their entire life purpose is devoted to a greater universal course nikki patello a former clinical microbiologist and molecular biologist 
who now works with Physic Children, noted that the main purpose of Crystal Children is to take us to the next level in our evolution and revealing to us our inner and higher power. They function as a group consciousness rather than a indiv- as individuals, and they live by the law of one of global oneness. They are also advocates for love and peace on this planet and are mostly born into the gold ray of incarnation and evolution, which means they have accessed their gifts of clairvoyance and healing. Moving on to the starseed children. Starseed children, also called star children, represent the umbrella group of people who are said to have been sent from all areas of the universe to help the earth and humanity. They are reported to possess physics, spiritual and other extrasensory abilities and are bringers of peace, topplers of corrupt systems and shifters of dimensional consciousness, now and in the future. Nikki Paletlo wrote that these children have come here on special assessments to assist in the rebirth into the higher dimensional earth. Patillo noted that star children may be divided into three categories of indigo, crystal and rainbow individuals. Star children have chosen specific parents who will help them develop their natural abilities. So if you are a parent of a child you know is different, your child probably chose you to help them. Help others in their spiritual paths. The most wonderful aspect of star children is their willingness to take on the world and to learn and make their own way through it. Star children will get to the point where they are able to mould society into something that reflects their energies and values. The truth that they hold and defend so well will reflect their integrity and their spirituality. Stephen Itchison, author of 100 Ways to Develop Your Mind, wrote that in the last 40 years or so, the earth has been undergoing a new wave of energy, a wake-up call leading to a new dimension of existence of higher awareness and greater spirituality. He wrote, star children play a big part of this collective wave. This energy shifts shift. Star children are well aware of why they are here and have many abilities that the humans doesn't have. Those star children should be nurtured to grow their uniqueness and their spiritual talents. Common traits of star children are said to include clairvoyance and clairsendence, the prosperity to trip electricity, manipulate the environment with the mind, telepathy, high intrusion, heal with energy, detect danger, travel out of the body, act as channelers, and the ability to download information from other planets. 
also listed as traits according to Atmos are talents that are greater uh, great many would still be resistant to belief including the abilities to levitate and to teleport are these children truly special the question of whether crystal indigo or starseed children represent the latest in potential wishful thinking or even denial or whatever there are indeed special individuals helping us advance into a new state of consciousness remains highly contagious still it is understandable that many children simply do not fit the mold of normality as they are contributing a new way of interacting living and relating in order to bring humanity out of its current dark age of divide nation and destruction whether you believe in the existence of these children or not they are undeniably leading us all to a greater sense of responsibility for each other and for the planet part 3 i am now so what they are before i go on to part 3 so what they are saying is obviously all three of these aspects indigo children starseed children crystal children they all have the tendencies and the traits to have come from extraterrestrial realms from the universe realms okay guys they are all sent here and get they choose their parents so that they can heighten who they are so that they can bring out their purpose and their works in what they're supposed to do in this planet that is to help this planet and that is to help humankind because even though it's believed that we're all connected to extraterrestrial we're all connected to the universe which we are some of us are more highly advanced than others so therefore those more highly advanced ones that may be of an indigo or a crystal or a starseed child are here to educate they are here to learn you they are here to guide you they are here to protect you as well as the world okay this is what children like us are here to do so growing up we will grow, we grow up to learn to love our planet we already come here learning at loving our planet but we learn to love it to a more extent way we see the world in a different way we see people in a different way we can relate and communicate with other realms that some cannot now for a lot of people they find it very hard to get their head around the fact that aliens exist and that even these sort of children could exist and be here in this plane but believe it or not they are okay we are not the only being and the only species in this world there are many and there most definitely are star crystal and indigo children okay now for a lot of us even though i'm going to read you some of the traits to a lot of you these children will seem like normal children until you get to know them you'll start to realize there's different traits when you look at a normal human child what would be associated to being a normal human child it's just a child that's not physically open the way it should be but through learning and being connected to those things it could be come like these other children but the children that are gifted and are open you will see tra- even though they look normal and they may act normal you will see traits in them that are completely different 
They are open to environments. They are open to nature and to animals and to people. They can talk and see things in a different way. They can give you details and information on worlds and places that others cannot tap into. They have an overwhelming sense for protecting this world and protecting humanity and for helping those to come to terms with who they really are, okay? Because as a starseed myself, okay, my job here is to educate you guys, to make you guys realise and see that we are all spiritually gifted beings. Some of us have just lost our way. People like me and other starseed children, crystal children, indigo children, we are here to help you find that way. We are here to help you to learn to love and respect and bring this planet to what it should really be. Okay, because that is the most important thing to us is that our planet survives, that our planet and our world survives, that humankind survive, because humankind are part of our universe, is part of our worlds. You gave the word human as a way to exist in this world. But the truth and the fact is that we are all of a kind of alien. Whatever alien that will be really does weather on who you are. And through being around people like this and people that are spiritually open like this, that are connected to that world in that way, that can help others that don't know who they are or don't believe in who they are to find themselves, okay? For me, for instance, from a very young age, I was very quiet. I never really interacted with anyone. I found it very, very difficult at first to actually communicate with humankind. I found it very hard. At school, yes, I had friends, but I very much kept myself to myself. I wasn't really somebody that liked to be around too many people. I liked to be in myself. I liked to be involved in my consciousness. I liked to be involved in the feelings and the love and the affection that I had to this world. Obviously, growing up, I loved nature. I loved being out in nature. From a young age, I was able to do things and had abilities. I have certain people in my family, like my godmum and people, for instance, that said that I was very different as a child. I was a very diff- I was a very quiet child. I was always on my own, but always talking to somebody or something, but there was never anything there. My godmum would always say about this, that you was different, Sherry. You was quiet. You weren't like normal children. And I wasn't. Even growing up into my teenage years, even though I had friends, I very much kept who I was to myself, but I would always bring out love. And appreciation and I've always been a giving and loving person I've always I've always been very emotional and things in the world very much affect me I can't sit and watch programs and stuff to do with animal cruelty or children cruelty or old people cruelty I can't watch any of that without getting very emotional and becoming to the point that I cry even down to the extent of certain films and certain things they, that where some people would not be affected by it I do I get affected by a lot of things in the world even just walking down the road if I'm walking and I see a bird or something in real life birds have to eat other things to survive like for instance 
I had this experience once where there was a crow and it nicked this baby bird of another species, okay? I was so passionate to save that bird that I, I run across the road and I scared this crow away because I believed that, you know, that that baby needed to be saved and things. But while I was watching this happen, I become very emotionally upset. And I, to me, it, it was horrible to see. And I didn't like it, even though it is part of life. And that is how they survive. I very much am very connected to a lot of things and a lot of things affect me. And um, I believe that I am here to educate people. I'm here to show you the right way, to show you to the right places. I'm here to help you to open your spirituality. I'm here to help you to find who you truly are and where you truly came from. But I am also here as somebody that you can come to and talk to. I will not push onto you who you are or what I believe that you are, but I will be there to listen to you. And I will try to give you factors and things to show you what you could possibly be. OK, now, for a lot of people in this world, they'll come into our shows, they'll come into other shows and they laugh at the fact of this. But the truth is, why do you laugh? Why do you think this is hilarious? Why do you not believe in it? Everybody's allowed to be different, yes. But have respect for people's beliefs is what I believe, okay? Because as much as you sit there and you laugh and you think this is a joke, this is very real. And these children are very real. Extraterrestrials are very real. This world is very real. This world was made by them just as everything else, okay? What we believe and perceive as God, angels and all are them, okay? We see them in different forms. We see them in different ways because our mind is made to perceive that. Like some of you will see God and angels and that as a human being form, where I see them as light. I see them as colour. I see them in vibrant ways and sometimes I don't see them in vibrant ways you know sometimes I see them in human form sometimes I don't sometimes I see them in an animal form it's how at that time that energy that I'm connected to wants to show itself to me and I've noticed that over time I understand how it must be so hard to get your head around this theory okay because I've had experiences where I was abducted. I believe I was abducted because of who I am, because I am being highly advanced each time I'm being taken so that I can continue to do my work and my purpose here on Earth, because that's what they sent me here to do. I believe I chose my family, even though my family have not always been what I need. They have learned me in many ways. I am not saying I've had the most easiest and most um, fulfilling life. But through having what I have and through being around my family has truly opened me to who I am. And having these extraterrestrial experiences and abductions that I have gone through has led me to that moment where I found out what I have always believed that I might be, that I was different. I had always said that I'm different. I don't believe I don't I believe I don't belong in this world. I believe that I was just put here. I've always said that. I said this when I first come over to the company to Dakota and Chris I said I don't belong in this world I was put here because I'm supposed to help others I, but life itself here has never worked for me everything I've ever achieved to try and do 
has never worked out because it's it's not supposed to. I'm supposed to be a teacher. I'm supposed to be a healer. I'm supposed to be somebody that guides others. The only thing that has ever worked out in factor in my life is my spirituality and my paranormal, the things that connect to the other realms and the other planets, the other places. Okay, that is the only one that's ever been apparent in life and has worked all the way through my life. Everything else has fallen at my feet. I have had to go through rather nasty and horrible experiences to find the true self of who I am. Even though I've always believed that I was different, that I was from somewhere else, I still had to find that tendency. I found my spirituality. I found my love for this planet. I found my love for everybody else from a very young age. But I still needed to learn what my greatness and what I really was here for. And through time and through growing up, I started to learn those factors and I learned them ways. But coming into the company of Bold and Bonkers is where I truly opened because I was able to, as long as well as Tim from UFO Man, Tim from UFO Man and Bold and Bonkers were the first time where I openly spoke about my abductions and things that I have gone through. I had openly spoken, said that I believe that I am not of this world and that I have never fitted in in this world. I believe that I'm here for one purpose only, and that is to guide, to trust, to love, and to show others what they are truly connected to. So through doing that and coming into the company and meeting Tim and meeting Chris and meeting Dakota, I've been able to fully find who I truly am, which has answered all the questions I've believed for so many years. I know that I am a starseed. And when I've read some of these traits, they very much relate to to what I am. Okay, and what a lot of you guys probably are, but don't realise you are. Okay, because believe it or not, in this world, a lot of you people don't realise what you really are and how special you really are and how special you could become if you choose to believe in who you really are. Okay, so that's why there's people like me. That's why there's people like Chris, Dakota, people like that. We're here to open your mind, your senses. We're here to guide you, not push you, guide you to learn so that you can choose to be who you want to be. Because that's very important. And I believe that is what our descendants and our loved ones from the other planets want us to do. This is why they visit. It's like a lot of people will sit here and say, why do they visit? Why would the Earth be important? Why would it not be? They formed this Earth. They formed us. Why would they not? They formed us to be a certain way and have a certain characteristic. But through life and through the things that are put into this world by some of us that are looked at as not being very highly spiritual and want to do the opposite, we have been defeated in that way, in mind and in concept. We're learned about things that are not real and things that are real. We're told what we should believe in and what we shouldn't believe in. We are closed in our minds because of the things we have around us every day, technology, life itself, exceptions and words of others, books, TV. We are learned from a very young age to be programmed. 
when we are not programmed. We are free souls and free spirit. We have a right to be who we want to be. It is not right to, to lead people to believe that we are the only kind that is in this world because we are not. We follow many religions and many ways and that is fine. But I have found through religious ways that some of this religious way stops us from being the spiritual self that we really are. See, I found my concept through being a witch, through being involved in nature, because I feel that it's the most connected to them. These symbols that we see here represent them. They are symbols that come from them. They may look different up there to what they are down here, but they all represent the same things. What we see here as a pentagram, you may see a slightly different symbol up there, but it represents the same thing, protection, okay? And there is that familiarity in that. Don't be close-minded. Don't sit there and believe that you can't believe in what you want to believe in because you have the right to, okay? And you are all highly amazing and gifted people. You just have to find that way. It's time for people to wake up and say, okay, that there's no way that we can be the only type of person here. We've had science. There are video evidence. There are things coming out every day that represent and show that the extraterrestrial world is real, because it is. Even scientists and professionals are not able to deny it anymore. What we have been grown up to believe is unreal and untrue, in fact, has always been true and real. And luckily for some of us, like myself, I have always been highly open and I have always seen the world in a different place. And when I've been educated and told things by others, I have never took the words of others. I've always took the insight and the instinct into how what I see and what I feel and what I've learned through myself. And through doing that is why I'm so good at what I do, because I believe in myself. So I was never closed minded. That's why there are certain things in this world that I don't follow because I know that those things that they follow in this world are what stop us from being who we are this world has got so many things that seclude us from who we truly are that we forgot how to be spiritual we forgot how to be open and we forgot to be the high human being with the most amazing abilities we forgot how to do all of that because of ways in life there used to be a time in the world where there weren't technology and there weren't internet and there weren't these things it was all natural our way of learning was through the planets through the universes through nature through life the true way but as technology and life changed, as people that became in charge of us came into our world, we started to forget who we are. But as I said, for some of us, we are lucky enough to be able to see through that. And we've been able to see from that from a very young age, like myself. So therefore, that is why there are people like us today 
to be able to educate and to show you to show you that it's okay to be different to show you that it's okay to believe in what you want to believe in it's okay to judge it's okay to have your own opinion that is how it should be but just be a little bit more open and understanding and know that it's not just us that others like myself like Chris like Dakota are here there are many of you out there I believe that are having experiences and things but too scared to step forward too scared to say who you truly believe you are don't be afraid there are people to guide you to help you people that will not judge you for what you believe in that's how this world should be it should be about understanding each other keeping each other each other lifted understanding the importance of this world and understanding the importance of each other's lives there is so much evil and nastiness in this world that overcomes that goodness but when there are people like us we can bring that goodness back out that's what we want to do we don't want badness and evilness and sadness and defeat and war and illness we don't want these things and we don't want you guys to have these things so if we can do things to try to help you we're not saying we can stop everything we can't this world is too far ahead too many things have been adapted but we can help you to make the world a better place so now I'm going to go into some of the traits that these children have now you guys may find that some of this really does adjust with you and it seems familiar okay because believe it or not there are so many starseed indigo and crystal children out there that don't even realize that they're that they know that they're different they know that things have happened they know that they're slightly different to maybe a friend that, that they used to remember in school but they don't know that they're actually that okay so these traits may represent to you and may be familiar so indigo children traits extremely empathic and compassionate often known to be considered strange by friends and family shows a strong connection to spirituality even from a young age have a strong sense of self-awareness are highly intuitive want to change the world always seeking the truth no matter how much it hurts known to be old souls gratitude towards leadership likes being alone are highly creative are strongly connected to animals and nature get easily bored find it challenging to listen to authority experiences temper outbursts and meltdowns these are traits of the indigo children 
Are you a starseed? 12 traits of starseed children. Starseed children are individuals that originate from far distant planets, solar systems and galaxies. Many of them have led previous lives within other star systems. Even though empirical scientists will undeniably question this belief, they cannot disprove it either. While there are many different beliefs as to the origins of star seeds, their purpose is clear. These star children will bring peace, topple corrupt systems and shift dimensional consciousness in the years to come. They have come here with a special responsibility to assist in the rebirth into the higher dimensional earth. Star seeds incarnate into the same conditions of total amnesia and helplessness concerning their origins, identities and purposes as to do do earth humans. Nevertheless, the genes of these children are encoded with, corded with a wake-up call designed to activate them at a, a privileged moment in life. Awakening can be gentle and gradual or quite dramatic and abrupt. In either event, memory is restored to varying levels allowing starseeds to consciously take up on their missions. Their connections to, to the higher self are also strengthened, permitting them to be largely guided by their inner knowing. The list of 12 characteristics of star children. Number one, physical abilities. They have a greater physical development in the parental and frontal areas of the skull, the area from above the eyes, up and above the top of the head to the back. Probably this makes room for the, the prominently larger development of the potential and frontal lobes of the brain. These are areas of the brain which support intelligence, emotions, higher consciousness and physical abilities. Number two, deep thinkers from a young age. They begin to question what is real, even at a very young age. Also, they frequently ponder or ask serious or profound questions, have a genuine, genuine and healthy curiosity about the people around them and the world in general. They may question everything and always want to know why something is the way it is. I used to be like that. Star kids can even ponder the deepest of questions about reality and delve into concepts such as life after death and reincarnation. I've spoke about those things. Number three, high energy levels. They tend to feel much better and lighter in energy when they are around higher vibrational people who are more consciously aware because these lighter individuals seem to just get it while no one else seems tuned in. Number four, remember their past lives. They already show 
expelling abilities that the average human does not have, including remembering when they walked in, remembering past lives or remembering contact with their extraterrestrial family. Some of these star seeds have full knowledge of why they are here and are poised and ready to help humanity make it through this vibrational frequency shift. Number five, spiritual but not religious. They just can't buy into majority of earth religions. They have tried very hard again and again to fit in with other or more of these belief systems, but it seems difficult to join them together. This is very true, number five, the spiritual, but I'm spiritual, I believe in um, in my witch faith and my witchcraft and stuff. I was christened as a Christian. My nan and people used to take me to church, but I could never ever fit in with church. I didn't like church. I didn't feel that I was the same as the other people. I found it very difficult to connect. Even though I believed in the higher power that was known as God or Jesus or whatever, I did not believe that his concept and his way was in those walls. I believed that he was part of nature. He was part of the real world. So I've never been somebody that has been able to follow a religious way. Even though I will read out spiritual prayers and stuff to protect when we're going out investigating and stuff like that, I read that in the belief of the higher power that I believe in, not in the church, not in the rules and the way that others are. I cannot follow that way in concept. I like to be natural. That is why I'm natural. I do not follow books. I do not read books, really. Obviously, being dyslexic don't help either. But I've always been one of these that likes to learn through myself. That's why I am naturally taught in my witchcraft. I have taught myself. I am naturally taught in my investigating. I have not gone through others. I have gone through myself and through my experiences, through the energy that I connect with that most cannot see okay so i have learned naturally because i believe that the natural way of life is the way forward okay and it is what is most connected to the higher powers whether that is our extraterrestrial family which is who i believe it is or if that is god if that's who you believe in or if that's buddha or whoever that is okay but just remember that this planet like all planets, came from grains, come from the universe, came from a far distant place. We are all alien species. Just some of us are more connected than others. They may consequently reject belief out of hand or may choose to find some alternative belief that suits them better they will quote quite possibly start formulating their own system of belief they are also mostly likely to have some form of special ability the third eye is open esp clairvoyance number six empaths they are empaths which come here to absorb the negative energies that are imposed upon us by the ruling elite. 
they can also sense the difference in energy signatures between different planets and solar systems and internally known that the planet is not their home base. Number seven, alternative med medicine. Alternative medicine is a term that describes medical treatments that are not part of standard care. Starseeds prefer to work in a creative and alternative medical field, healing, helping, searching for their own truths and their own personal missions through studying system of high wisdom, write their own bibliographies as a means of clearing problems and understanding their purposes. Number eight, improved DNA. They have a crystal gene which allows clearer guidance with beings on other dimensions. This gene acts as a guidance system of sorts, keeping the individuals on course in their missions. In addition, it allows a faster understanding of the emotional and mental blocks that must be cleared in order to recomply DNA via DNA recording. Number nine, love for animals and nature. They have a deep connection, love and appreciation for animals and nature. In addition, they feel energised and comfortable outdoors in nature, settings with animals, and there is always a compassionate and deep understanding for them. Number 10, unique physical appearances. They have a unique physical appearance, for example, elegated, uh, elegated neck, complying eyes, a typical body structure, oddly shaped skull, might be a slightly off or you may just be very preened displayed. You might have a very beautiful shaped face or you may have a head that's slightly bigger. You know, some of your complexions may be different. You look like you glow, your eyes sparkle and glow. Just lots of different things. Number 11, help humanity. They are a big part of this great transformation for humanity. Just by being here at this time, their higher vibration affects the collective human consciousness as a whole and helps to transform humanity as a group towards fifth dimensional existence with occupying a physical body. Twelve, you feel different. You feel different from people around you. Nevertheless, you have a natural inclusion to relate to their issues. So are you a starseed? So when they say like that you relate to their issues, you feel other people's emotions. You want to be able to reflect and help others to come through those situations. You feel very different to other people. Where other people can fit in with this world, they get on really well in certain jobs and certain aspects of life. Where star seeds and indigo children and crystal children have a bit of a difficulty sometimes. The everyday life world and where people are told what to do and things are normally things that star seeds and indigo and crystal children really struggle with. 
So we are very much individuals that like to prosper through ourselves and who we are. We are very, very eager to get to the points and to get to where we want to get. We are very high spiritual beings. We have had an understanding for this planet, for the universes, through nature, animals, people from a very young age. We were put here because it was our destiny to be here. We are here to keep this world how it should be. At the moment, our world is lost. Many evil and bad things are happening. For many years, our world has been, been destroyed. Okay? And with these sort of things, we're here to to guide you away from that, to learn you to be more natural, to learn you how to love and to appreciate what you have. Because once it's gone, that's it. All the work that our loved ones up there, all of that work and belief that they put into us will be no more. That's why we're here. We're here to try and guide you. We are here to try to save you, to save this planet, to wake you up to the truth and the reality. We're here to say, don't be so quick to listen to things that you hear on radios and TVs and start to listen to yourself more. Start to try to open yourself just slightly to the facts of where you actually are coming from. And know that it's okay to be different because we're all different and we're all special. There is no life that is more important than the other. We are all equal. We all have different beliefs. We have all have different ways. But that does not make you any less of a person. It's good to have uniqueness and difference in each other. Because that's what makes this world what it is. But there is a lot in this world that's been lost. We have forgot how to love and protect this planet. We have forgot how to love and protect each other. We forgot what is important. And they are the things that we need to find. And with people like us and bringing others possibly forward into that belief, because that is who we all are part of. Maybe we could make a better place and a better world and better humankind. We are the sort of energies that are not here to spread evil or badness. We're not here to deceive or to mislead. We're just here being who we truly are and what we believe in and trying to reach out to others like us. So if you think that any of these may be relevant to you, then there is a possibility that you are an indico or a starseed or a crystal child. Which is a pretty bloody awesome thing. So they were what I got in research. I hope that you found that really interesting. Let me just go over the chat and see what you guys are saying. Yeah, like, um, yeah, and like, that's why I don't like, I personally do not follow the, uh, the Bible. If you pick up 
a different Bible from a few years back and up to here, if you've noticed, every page is always different. And um, each time that those words and that change, it's not the word of God. It's not the word of the higher power that guides us. It's not. The Bible, I believe, is something where many people sat there and believed that they were getting visions and getting things from something of a higher power. And they're writing that into there. I also believe that in ways that these sort of structural, spiritual things like Bibles and stuff like that are another way of gaining control of its population. Okay, when religion and faith should be free, we should be able to be who we want to be. We should be able to believe in what we want to be able to believe in. If you've noticed that in reality and in if you look at religion and that, a lot of religions tell you things you should do, things you shouldn't do, how you should be, how you shouldn't be, what you should give, what you shouldn't give, when that is not what religion should be. Religion is a free will. It's a free flowing feeling. It's something that is within us. It's not in the walls of a church. It's not in the walls of a mosque. It's not anywhere it's in us it's in real life nature in the world okay and we should be able to follow that you know our higher powers whoever that is that you believe in would not want us to be trapped would not want us to be not free and to not have free will a lot of these religions are formed to control and I don't mean that in a negative way. And I am not mocking any religion. I am just saying through my experience and what I've seen. That I don't believe that some of the religions in this world. Are as legit as what they try to make out. That's all I'm saying. And I have learned through my own experiences. As I said I used to go to church. Because my nan said I had to back then. I was younger. But I very quickly started to learn that it, it was not me. Just as it was not me to hang around with everybody, I was very much somebody that was happy to be on my own and happy to learn by myself because that's what they wanted me to do. And that's what I continue to do. And now I'm here doing this because this is what they want me to do. They want me to learn you guys. They want me to educate you guys. They want Chris and Dakota to do the same thing. We're here to show you more of this world and what this world is really is Starseeds are a very highly, very high being, just as uh, crystal children and indigo children. We are here and put in this world as a human being, but we are not human. We have got other tendencies in us as well from our astral planes, okay? Our, 
are planes from the extraterrestrial world. Everybody in this world needs to be protected to an extent, don't they? And um, yeah, maybe these spiritual children probably would be protected a lot more because of what they are and because they are connected to the other world as well. And these, these greys would most definitely know that. But in, in truth and in reality, all humankind are protected by powers that not everyone sees because we're all related, we're all connected to them. There are good and bad in everything. So, and you're saying that you was rescued. In some cases, some starseed that are not aware that they're starseeds or indigo children may come into situations where they come into communication with another energy from there that may not be of a nice kind. And yes, sometimes the gooder energies that are most definitely connected to that star child or that indigo child or that crystal child will sometimes intervene and remove you from that situation most definitely because they're protecting you. That's what they're supposed to do. They protect you just as we protect you and we protect each other. So, yes, very much so that this white being could have very much stepped in to protect you from the grey because maybe you're slightly different and as I said we're all connected to them and we're all different for different reasons so yeah thank you Chris I'm really glad that you're enjoying this I really hope that you found this very educational I didn't want to be going on too much I just wanted to bring you straight to the basics of what an indigo child is what a crystal child is what a starseed child is the tendencies and the traits that they hold okay because we really you know as the people that we are and the work that we work in on here we are very much trying to reach out for other people that are like us and we're trying to help other people to open and to realize who they truly are okay so these shows are really good i don't want to go on for hours and hours and hours and bring you loads and loads and loads and loads i bring you the fact okay i just bring you the information about each child how you can learn if you're one of them children okay and you'll find that when you're these sort of children you would have had experiences and stuff from a very young age sometimes not you're not always going to remember okay like I from instance I have been notified and I've been included that I have had experiences since I was a child now I know that I've always been connected to earth and I've always been connected to nature and all that that is not denied I know that but when it comes to the extraterrestrials I don't remember seeing them as a child I see them in later life but I have been informed that I've seen extraterrestrials since I was a child okay so for a lot of these beings that come from the extraterrestrial world and come to here okay some of you will remember experiences from a very young age and some of you will not because sometimes our alien descendants or et descendants our family there are certain things they don't want us to know straight away because it may damage who we are it may put them at risk it may put somebody else at risk so they intend to to come to you gracefully and slowly maybe by taking you giving you experiences trying to open you that way once they feel comfortable with you then they will start doing other things like trying to communicate with you talk to you 
show you things. You may go out in nature and see certain things that look weird, but other people can't see it. Signs, symbols, things like that. It's no different to looking in the spirit world. It's just that they are extraterrestrial. Okay, so I'm glad that it's helped you to explain your entire life and stuff like that. You know, for a number of people, they do remember from a very young age all the way up to their adult life. And for some of us, we don't remember everything, but we start to understand later in life. Some of us have to take clinical practices and stuff to help us to to understand and to learn. Some of us learn through the experiences and stuff that we've gone through. You know, some of us learn through natural life. Like I learned from a, an, in through a natural life at, at the start. Like I said, I didn't remember having my interactions with alien and extraterrestrials when I was younger, but apparently I have. And um, But I had the connection in the other way, like through nature and through life and through my beliefs. And I was very much secluded away from real life human being work because it just didn't work for me. So in that way, I was connected. I just didn't realise it. And then now, obviously, after having my abduction experiences and going through what I went through, that's when it really started to open. But it opened even more so when I met Chris and Dakota. That's when I started to remember my abduction. I started to remember little characteristics about my part, my life and what happened to me. And um, I don't ever recall there ever being an, an unpleasant experience with me. The only unpleasant thing I remember was when I actually went and had a, an episode where I was on a show with Chris and Dakota. And it was the first time I actually went to their dimension, being physically awake and um, come into contact with good, good energies of extraterrestrial. But some bad ones decided to try and snatch me as well. So when you said, like, can good ones step in when bad ones try and get you? Yes, they can, because they've done the same thing for me. OK, the, if you're highly powered and you're very connected to to things of this world that they want, they will try to take that. They will try to take that from you sometimes. So, yeah, you do have them um, have them step in sometimes. But they're just there's certain things in life and in the world that they can't intervene with. You have to learn for yourself. And one of them is finding yourself. OK, like you can have people that can guide you and help you. But the true fact is, is you have to search within yourself. To find yourself. And that starts with believing Yes, and there are a lot of amazing things in this company that really do help you to understand about extra extraterrestrial life, people that are linked to extraterrestrial life, ones that may be these sort of children. We do a lot of shows. We have so many different amazing guests that are associated with ufology as well that have had experiences and are very advanced in that. So you will always have amazing stuff coming from the Bolden Bonkers Company. And as um, Dakota and Chris were saying in the room, there is going to be a documentary on the, on these topics. We are going to be doing a documentary where people can come forward and can talk about their experiences. If you've been abducted or if you've had experiences with seeing extraterrestrial beings since you were young, if you think that you may be different, you know, this documentary will give you that opportunity to be able to open up and be who you want to be but also have that help and that guidance there to make sure that you do it safely and the right way. So you really are with the right people here if you really want 
to dive into who you truly are. Okay, so I hope that you found this show very interesting. I hope that it's gave some of you something to think about. And remember, it's okay to be different and start to maybe believe a little bit more that you're a bit more than what you think you are and that you come from somewhere that you you wouldn't think that you came from. Okay, so just just be open and be proud of who you are. And if you want to learn and research and understand this, then do so. And you've got people such as us to be able to come and talk to as well, guys. So you're not on your own. There are many people on on platforms and on YouTube, Facebook that are into this sort of stuff. Okay, so you're never, ever on your own. Hello, Mike, darling. How are you? Blessings. Be proud. Okay, this world may be a messed up place at the minute, but with a little bit more love and compassion and understanding to it, maybe it will start to get better. Okay. There needs to be more people that love this planet and love each other and, and are good, okay? And that's really important. And, and people like us, children of a different kind, are going to make sure that we can try and help people to be that way. I hope that you're well, Mike. But I hope that it's gave you something to think about. And it's made you sit there and go, hmm. Well, it kind of makes me understand about some of my experiences. Hopefully, it's also going to make you want to maybe, for the first time in your life, talk about your experiences because when you talk about your experiences that's the first step to you accepting them that is the first step for you to link okay it's okay to be yourselves yep and of course as Dakota is saying in the room, that there, there, there might be a course that might be done where it can help you to recall the details of your experiences. Because for a lot of people, when they go through these extraterrestrial um, encounters, for a lot of them, they find it very hard to understand what it is or why it happened. For some, it's very taunting and very scary. If you can be in a place where other people can relate to you and help you and uh, help you to understand it, it's, it's a better environment because believe me when you are trying to find yourself in this line of work and when you are so connected to this line of work it can be a really scary place at times but it is something that you most definitely need to look into because if you look into it you're, you're opening yourself you're accepting and then you can move forward okay but if you're going to hold that you know for some of you you probably had experiences but you don't remember them where these sort of courses and hearing other people may jog your memory and may make you start remembering little things, okay? Because extraterrestrials have the tendency to make you forget things sometimes for good reasons, okay? So having this sort of work and way will most definitely help you. For those who believe they may have had abduction experiences, there is an online course that might help. Okay, guys, so if you believe that you have had extraterrestrial experiences or you've been abducted or something has happened with you to do with extraterrestrials, then please hit this link that is in the chat and that Dakota has put up on my screen and you can go over there and talk to someone or try and understand a little bit more about what may have happened to you. 
and you've got us as well, guys. So I hope that you really enjoyed the show about the Indigo, the Crystal and the Starseed children. I hope that it's gave you guys a little bit more of that lift to be like, do you know what? I want to know more about this. Hopefully it's gave you that concept to go, do you know what? When they open this documentary, I don't mind coming on there and talking about it because they've done it themselves. And I think it's going to make it better for me and it's going to make me understand more. We will be more than happy for you to join us, guys, most definitely. I know the boys will be jumping on their seats if they, they get more people coming over. And I know that there is getting they're getting a lot of interest in this. OK, guys, and. It's real. It's real. OK, there are these children. There are extraterrestrial. This world is not just full of human beings. It's full of many things. It's real. OK, it's OK to be different. So I. am going to finish my show. I hope that you enjoyed it. I most definitely loved talking to you about that and explaining to you about who I am and the other guys. And I hope that you've took something from this and I hope this has helped you. As I said, there's our courses and stuff that you can go to. You can join our documentary. But for me, I'm going to send you lots of love, light and blessing. Thank you for tuning in and supporting me, the Bold and Bonker Boys. Thank you to all of our networks and our sponsors and our TV people that are putting us out there and helping us to do this amazing work each time. And a big shout out to all of our companies as well. Bold and Bonkers, DNTV, Parapost, PD, Global, all of those amazing networks that we're also working with, which some of them will be doing things in extraterrestrial as well, guys. Thank you to all of you for supporting us and helping us to do what we love every day. And also... Thank you to our angels that are in the room. So from me tonight and from the extraterrestrials and from the everybody, have an awesome night and be real and stay spooky. And I'll see you very, very soon. Bless me. One.